Hello and welcome to Where Are We Even Going? The podcast where we talk about uh, navigating London life and relationships as two inconsistently employed, emotionally unstable, recently graduated girls in South-ish London for your listening pleasure. And today we're talking about flats and rats renting in London. <laughs> did did you sound like a game show? Oh, I don't Nina, why are we talking about that? I can answer that question. We are sat in your lovely new home. Yeah, I've just moved house. Honestly, the nicest, one of the nicest parts I've ever been in in London. There's a garden, there's like an actual living space, which might not seem like a big deal, but kind of is. It's really nice on like a lovely little suburban-y, wholesome street. It's very fitting for you, I feel. Very like all the mum like references. That was not even a mum reference. You <laughs> made that into you a mum like reference. You like you're 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 just you know you're more together than me, so I will point it out in a way that makes me feel better about it. <laughs> I feel like it looks a lot more bougie than it is. I don't know. I wouldn't say it was bougie because I feel like you can find gems like you know there's yeah. like the odd house which is just like perfect and so nice well no my friend came in she's like you bougie bitch and I was like excuse me I mean it is really nice no it is nice so but it's nice. not like I don't know it's not I guess the difference is your sh- you only have one bedroom yeah I think that is the more bedrooms you need I feel like the more difficult it Definitely. is to get good spaces I 100% agree classic thing your significant other also known as your rent harver yeah that is true so you can so you can you know, get somewhere like a bit nicer because you're paying like half. yeah you're splitting it yeah for a one bedroom that's very true yeah that's very true but it's lovely excellent work thank you I'm a big fan me too me too I am a fan as Hashtag well me too <laughs> I don't think we should coin that for this no well not for this episode maybe no maybe, maybe not some of the others Oh, God. I've got a coffee right in front of me, and it's like, you know, when you have a cold and you vapour up in front of your face, oh. and you get that, like, you like, it's like you're meant to be, like, warming the, the, it's not in your nose. <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean? No. Oh, like, when you, when you, like, are really congested, and then you get the hot bowl of water, and you're meant to sit when over you, it. When you steam. Yeah, that's I what I mean. used to have to do that for singing. Yeah, but that is literally what's happening right now because we're under a blanket and I've got a coffee cup in front of I my face. And if it's anyone wants horrific. to buy us like a proper recording studio, Nina makes us sit under this flipping blanket and it's over 30 degrees today and we're sat. She has a hot coffee under here. My it's- face is wet. <laughs> From I, the coffee. I am just not enjoying this. Yeah, this is horrible, I won't lie. What we do for art. It does sound so much better though. This is the problem. It does, it sounds noticeably this is actually how lesser. Adele records all of her albums <laughs> in yeah. a sheet yeah under under an old blanket right so today we're going to be talking about what flats we've seen and lived what rats in we've we've seen. <laughs> I thought I said flats flats and rats I've already said that bit yeah no I know but you're talking saying what flats we've seen what rats, rats we've seen oh yeah <laughs> sometimes there's rats in those flats literally sometimes there are yeah quite so, often so we're talking about some of the crap places that we have seen slash lived in in this glorious, overpriced city. Dun, dun, dun. So, Izzy, do you want to start us off? Because oh, yours just... is the most recent, I feel. Yeah, my flat before last. Flat before present. I don't even know. Time. What is time? Penultimate. Penultimate. Maybe something's going to die. Yeah. 
my second last flat before I lived. Um, I so this didn't actually happen when I was there. The rat incident. Yeah, I was only there for a couple of months, but I was told it. I moved in with um three friends of friends into their spare room, and it was this house like. Uh, I moved in with three friends of a friend like I took over the room from my friend and it was a really nice house and it was dirt cheap it was was so so cheap cheap. especially the room I was living it was a single room and there was basically a single bed and a wardrobe in there which was fine 400 a month or something yeah it was like ridiculous it was so cheap but this room was so damp (laughs) that I got um some photos developed from a disposable camera and like left them in the room for like I don't know, um, a week and tried to get them out of a packet and they'd all stuck together, but like properly glued. Oh. And when I tore them apart, like they all like the colours. No. Trying to My laptop broke because of it. Because of all the That I is used, actually ridiculous. It was, I used to wake up like wet. Wet. Because oh, of the amount of damp in this room. Mate. But it was, I mean, everything else about this, I mean, it probably doesn't sound like I'm selling it. It was such a lovely house. Like there was yeah. a massive kitchen. Like, really nice, natural light, um, beautiful. But before I moved in, they had a problem with some vermin in the oh. form of rats. And the three girls I lived with, or the three girls who were living there, um, they were all, like, art students. So they were, like, really cool. You know, there's lots of, like, very aesthetic, trendy stuff going on in the house. The kitchen was very yeah. nice. The when I bumbled in, I was like, oh, hello. <laughs> You're cool, stop um, it. Not, not as cool as that, they were, they were, very they were great. Um, but so I was sat down with um, my flatmate once and she was telling me about how they'd had this rat problem and they knew it was happening because uh, one of the girls would, she left her headphones in the kitchen, woke up the next morning and like the whole wire had been chewed off and it was like separate and in oh the room, gosh. so it was a basement and first, like ground floor and basement flat yeah. and the kitchen was in, on the ground floor and the basement obviously was below and that's where all the bedrooms were. And they could hear like this scuttling of quite heavy feet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the landlord wouldn't believe them. This is dodgy landlords as well. Flats and rats and dodgy landlords is probably what this should be called. Um, and because it wasn't for an agency, it was on open rent. So everything oh, was like no. direct with the landlord, which is great because there are fewer fees. But then also if you have a dodgy landlord... Like it doesn't, you know, it's really Yeah, hard they can to, avoid like... Yeah, so he was stuff. like, you're going to have to prove there are rats, basically. Mm. And he wouldn't... They couldn't put down poison because if they get trapped in the walls, they then rot and you oh get my God, like a maggot like, infestation. Also, it smells like cabbage. Yeah, it well... It stinks. Maybe cabbage smells like decaying rat. Um, no, it does, it does, because once one died under our music room oh, stage at school and gross. the whole room smelled like rotting cabbage. It's disgusting. That's how I can describe it. But, um... But yeah, so they had, essentially, they had to catch a rat to prove there was a rat for him to board up the hole or whatever they were getting into. Sounds like something else, like, in Stranger Things, they're doing that. So um, they put this rat trap down and they caught this rat, but it was still alive. (laughs) And they called it Parsley. And they had this, like, funeral for it where they, like, threw salt. And apparently, like, Colette was like, I don't want to do it. But she was like, I knew I was going to have to be the one who was going to have to do it. What, it was already dead? No, 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 having to actually kill it. Because they couldn't release it because it was in pain or whatever. Also, I'm not great at animals, but, like, vermin especially, like, rats, squirrels, mice, I am, like, not good at. Um, (laughs) But, so... 
uh, none of, like they were vegans and stuff. Baron, one of the vegans about it was was like kept like poking her head around the door and watching as Claire was doing it. Someone like ran downstairs stairway. Anyway. anyway, she had to like smash this rat, and then like I don't know if they sent a picture or whatever to the landlord to show him. Anyway, so this happened before I moved in. They sorted the rat problem. It was all fine. Oh, um, no. Colette told me this story, and like I had nightmares about it for the next three days because I was terrified. But there was like a space on the like kitchen worktop. There were quite a lot of yeah. worktops. So it was like this really big space that no one had their stuff on. So I like put my stuff there. No. And it transpired obviously that that's where the rat had died and been no one wanted passed on. To... And I was like, and, like moved on myself immediately. But I, I could, I could, if I'd have lived there, that happened, I think I'd have cried. And I would have cried. It was awful. Almost as bad as the time in the flat before. I encountered a dead mouse in the doorway of our kitchen oh. when I got home after Christmas because <laughs> no one had been in for like two and it weeks. it was just there. I was the first one back and I have quite bad oh, eyesight nice and it was like the same colour as the carpet and at first I thought it was like a leaf like because it was quite small oh. Oh. and then I looked closer and I was like Ugh! and it honestly it took me an hour to figure out what to do with this mouse because at first of all I tried to pick it up with like like dog poo but then yeah. I had to touch it and I could do that. And then I tried to pick it up like with a mop and a broom, like chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that because I saw it moving. In the end, I like... Well, the mouse was moving. Well, because when I'd nudge it, so it wasn't oh, alive, but like I'd nudge oh. it. And, uh, so in the end, I like concluded that I wore, put, covered it in like bin bags, then like picked up the bin bags using the chopstick, uh, you know, yeah. broom and mop and then threw it in another bin bag, put that in another bin bag, like ran downstairs and just like threw it. I was just horrible. And I was oh. like, literally took me an hour to muster a courage. And I was sat there like shaking, like text my friends, like, what do I do? There's oh. a mouse. My mum was convinced it was a rat, but it wasn't, it I don't think, because it was really small and had like a thinner tail. Oh. If it had been a rat, I think I'd have just lost it. When I, I used to babysit, for a family who I absolutely love to babysitting for because they have wonderful children. Yeah. If you're listening, hello. They probably won't be. But if they are, hi. And they had two cats. And so sometimes when I babysat, the cat would bring in a mouse. Mm-hmm. And these cats were good killers. So they were always dead. Me as already vegetarian Nina was traumatised <laughs> by these frequent dead mice. And then and then I, I did pick them up. And it was horrible because like what's it called like rigor mortis they go like really like solid actually stop it was actually i and like obviously i you know i had to be a mature adult i was babysitting so i couldn't be like uh girls can you get the <laughs> you get deal with the dead mouse so i had to like deal with it and i was like this is horrible oh, I hate yeah. this. but see i don't mind i didn't mind because i had cats growing up as well i was less concerned with those because you know the cats would deal with it and be in the garden also i think there's something much less intimidating about town or village or countryside mice whereas city mice yeah that's true the other day in the pub i work in there was a live mouse at 3 p.m just sat in the doorway brilliant like and these customers came up these two ladies came up and they were like i'm just you know there's like a live mouse just sat in your doorway. It was kind of like I know ratatouille's rats. But I was about to say, you know like how they like it was just like sitting up. And the man who's the main manager, like he went over and like whacked a broom next to it. Didn't flinch. Like it was so confident. In the end, he like had to brush it away and then it scuttled. It was so confident. Like three p.m. middle of the day, really busy full pub, just, like, just sat there like watching. Nah, nah, mate. 
I quite like mice, to be fair. I, if I'm not... I like know. mice... I, you know what? I don't even mind... I mean, I wouldn't want one as a pet. I know someone that has them as pets. And you, my friend, you know who you are. You're weird. But... <laughs> Inclusive. One of my close friends does have rats. Gross. But um, I don't mind them, to be honest. But I don't want to touch a dead one. You know? I just don't... And I don't... There was There was one... So I used to live... I used to live on a estate in Elephant and Castle. Mm-hmm. And there were loads of cats on this estate. So much so that we used to call... So it doesn't actually matter if I say the name of the estate now. It was called the Canterbury Estate. It's very big, so you're not going to yeah. find me. And so you don't live there anymore. Also, I don't live there. I haven't lived there for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Canterbury Estate. So we used to call ourselves the Canterbury Cats because so there were edgy. so many cats. We really weren't there because we were just obsessed with the cats. And we were like, oh, it's but they then there was this massive rat that got killed by clearly one of the cats, oh. and it just stayed on the steps. And it just like I saw the entire process of the decomposition of that rat. Oh. It was absolutely disgusting because obviously no one wanted to deal with it, and it was just like left there. And every day it would sort of have deteriorated a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's gross. Disgusting. Oh. It was disgusting. I've been to so many places, like. I had a friend once who told me that one time she got home, like she'd been away for a few days, lifted up her duvet no, and no, no. found like two or three mice just sat in the middle. What, <laughs> alive? Screamed, yeah, alive. Oh she my. like screamed around and stayed at her sister's and then genuinely for the next week I made my flatmate like lift up my duvet and be like, Danu, could you just go and check with my... Wait, that was in your house that happened? No, 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 oh, it was in her flat. Oh, but okay. when she told me, this is how like scared you were that you or were... just I just don't like I'm not very good with no, animals I mean but then like I like animals animal... but I wouldn't like a mouse in my bed I don't know just the idea, oh you're nah, not expecting but... it either yeah it's like I heard that this story uh, not even just once you know you hear those stories about like snakes coming up toilet mm. u-beds <gasps> and things oh when I was this I had a habit of that? like that's not in London no it's not oh okay no, no it's definitely not but it's I really don't. I really don't like snakes, and so uh, I got really okay. scared of this. And then I'd always like look in the toilet before I went to the toilet and be like, "Is there a snake in there?" And obviously there wasn't because yeah. you know. Whereas there could be a rat anywhere. Isn't yeah, there that stat? But, you're never more than like three meters away from a rat in London or something. Yeah, I'm too. Really Maybe it's more than that. I can't remember. I don't. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Grace. But so that's a qualm about renting in London. You there can be paying of... an extortionate amount and yet still, or even not, you can be paying anything from nothing, you know, in a little damp single bedroom or like in a sort of nice-ish house, but Maybe still it's, constant. Yeah. It's an issue that my friend has like a gorgeous flat, but it's quite old. It's in like an old, like terraced square thing. It's gorgeous. They just have mouse traps everywhere. Yeah, literally. <laughs> which I can't deal with because if there's a mouse trap, it means you have to dispose of the mouse, which I just is a no from me. My gra- I went to my grandma's house recently and she lives on like the third floor in West, in like West, West London, mm. uh, in this like block of flats. And she had mouse traps in her house. And I was like, who are these? These are gregarious mice on yes you know they these city these city mice they've yeah got they've got, got, got about skills them. yeah but i feel like there are rats are bad i feel like what's really really just quite shit is that you like spend ages looking for these places what rats no 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 i mean as a rat yeah as a rat. For the rats. i didn't have to look very far as a rat representative no i mean like as a person moving in london yeah especially on 
you know, a tight budget, you spend mm. ages looking at these places and, God, you just see some shit. Oh, my... Yeah. I've seen some of the, like... Once in... So, the first ever year that I looked at flats after I moved out of student halls in London, I looked at a flat in... I think it was in the, like, Bermondsey Tower Bridge okay. sort of area. That's cool. Around there. Around there. Very vague, I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And we went to this flat... And the people who were living in this flat were in at the time. Mm. And they were just sleeping on a mattress with no sheets or anything on it. And it just has three oh. huge brown stains on it. Like, absolutely massive ones. Oh, that's and then, disgusting. You know, you know when you're, like, looking around a flat and you're like, oh, so what stays? You know, like, obviously does... Do the sofas come with the flat or do the, mm. you know... And he was like, oh, don't worry. You can keep the mattress. And me and my friend looked at each other mm. like... No one. No, we'll be no right. one. No one's that mattress. That mattress. And there was all, we had this estate agent. I love estate agents when they walk in somewhere and they just see how shit it is and they have yeah. to try to pretend that it's in any way acceptable. And they're like, oh, look at that lovely door or something. I've, oh, I was, I was on a house viewing yesterday and that literally happened. Like we walked in and like me and my friend looked at each other and we were like, nah. But like you can't. You know, you can't you go say and that. You have to be polite. Um, and you know, and my friend is a lot more blunt than me, so she didn't say anything. And I was like, "Oh yeah, there's lots of really nice natural light. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of square footage here for what you're paying for." And then the estate agent, they're so funny. I feel like every estate agent, it's like something they learn in estate agent school. They're like, "Well, yes, lots of other people are interested, so you need to put your offer in soon." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, so she said that, but then also was like, "Yeah, but you know, if you want to take a long time in the negotiating period, you know, we can work with." that as well it was like well clearly no one's interested in this map because it's yeah a whole. they always do like we've actually got a massive waiting list for we've got you know yeah. so many people that are interested you're the first in you're the first in and it's, it's amazing yeah like, and you're it, the first in you could get in here so quickly or like mine are like mine are like oh you know there's been a group who have just seen it when you know you're the first booking of a day because you showed up 15 minutes earlier and they're waiting yeah. like it's like nah mate but uh yeah there's been a really funny thing when we've been looking for flats recently and it's like you know, that long sought after search for a living space. Um, and there's like kitchen diners. Mm. <laughs> you look at them, there was literally one, like the kitchen was tiny. It was like, I don't know, four square feet. Like, yeah. that's not very big. I don't know, it was tiny. I'm not really good at sizes. Oh, um, but they'd literally put like a single tiny like garden table. Oh my God. Like circular <laughs> and like cool. chair. And we're like, here is Kitchen Diner. And with those there, you couldn't access any of the, like, appliances. And it was like, And it was literally, it was like, this is absolutely classic. Like, oh, yeah, Kitchen Diner, living space. You can't, like, dine and kitchen at the same time. And you can only have one person dining. But, you know, still Kitchen Diner. It was just, like, classic London. The best one I saw for that was... It was like, oh, lovely kitchen diner. And they were using an ironing board as a kitchen oh table. Oh, my God. She's <laughs> like, wow, how inventive is that? Look, girls, isn't that so fun? Look at that ironing board. I was like, like, for fuck's no. sake. No. I want a table. Yeah, it's like literally, and because there was no space to get a table in, they like literally folded their ironing board down oh, and were just geez. eating off it. I was like, I do not want to be eating off an ironing board. I was like, you know. Literally. I have, you know financial restrictions but i feel like come on yeah a table isn't i'd rather that. eat in my bed than off an ironing exactly board. it was absolutely ridiculous oh there was a toilet seat she was like oh lovely fluffy toilet seat and it was brown it was not meant to be brown it was originally i think pink oh, that's disgusting. and the whole thing's brown. She's like, oh look at that lovely mm-hmm. 
pink fluffy toilet seat and it was just like all brown and yeah. me and my friend were just like what the fuck are we looking at yeah absolutely disgusting but then we have had some we had a great estate agent oh really at my flat uh, i won't say which one it is a couple of years ago um who was really really clearly not very good at her job mm. and she couldn't work out how to work out the, the rent for oh, the month bless. so you know how you have to t- well, I mean, I say oh Times bless, by but like... Times divided by 52. Yeah, 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 you know well, that's that. per week. But she, she did it wrong. She did it wrong, so she, like, basically, we put in an offer to the landlord, and because she did it wrong, she put in an offer that was, like, £20 less than... Oh, great. ...the asking price was for it. And obviously, he was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. come on. Like, it was quite a nice flat. But then met us in the middle. Oh, great. Because he clearly thought, oh, there must be something wrong with it. Like, yeah. otherwise, you know... I'd be getting more money from it. So basically, this pretty shit estate agent got us a snazzy deal. Yeah. So that worked out quite well. Groovy. That's the only time I've ever liked an estate agent. And it was purely because she was really bad at her job. I mean, talking of great estate agents. Oh my God, no, I know exactly what you I feel like I need to give a shout out to Waheed. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck's sake, not weird. So in our first part. It was so, we became friends with our estate agent, so much so he came to our flat warming. Yeah, he did. Flat warming party laden with like five bags of tangerines and his friend. And like, he, he, he'd left at like two, but Waheed's friend, who I can't remember, was just there until it ended at like five. Like, Waheed's friend was there all night. And like Waheed used to like, because we live quite close to the estate agent offices, so Waheed used to come round for tea. He was better friends with my flatmate Izzy, so Waheed and Izzy used to like... absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> like, wait, and Waheed, it was just really bizarre. And he used to just like text us, be like, yo, what up? How's it going, lads? And things. And we loved Waheed. Waheed was a great dear friend to us. My old flatmate actually bumped into him the other day and he was like, oh yeah, the five of us should all meet up. We should all get together. And it was like, yeah, maybe Waheed. But he, um, I got him, in, he wasn't supposed to be friends with us, I don't think. I think that's really? against him. Well, I feel like it's against the state agent rules. Because he was yeah, like, he's like just like being friends with the students. Yeah. It's a bit weird. But he was younger than us. So he was 18 and it was his uncle's estate oh agent. God. And he was doing a degree in maths, like in the evenings as well. So he was just working there, like part time, whatever. So it wasn't like this weird, you know, 50 year old sad estate agent was coming you know he was our age but um I said he was like doing a viewing when we were moving out like while I was in the house once and I was like oh yeah you know and he's great invited to all your parties or whatever and he just turned and he glared at me like no 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 because he wasn't supposed to because they had keys the estate agents he used to just like be like text me like all right I'll come around at four whatever and, like let himself in and like come up and like sometimes I got home and he was just there chatting with Izzy well, I thought you meant like when you weren't there that's quite no creepy. well I mean he might have done more we weren't there I hope he wasn't that's actually quite weird but, um, <laughs> I think it was weird that he came to our because we invited him as a joke we're like oh yeah Waheed come to our flat woman it's gonna be great I remember this so well and then Waheed was just there but with so many tangerines which we just had in the house like for ages afterwards these bags and bags of tangerines Nice it was just really bizarre like yeah why would you bring tangerines he got so drunk as well classic Waheed I thought that was really funny because I remember I knew most people at that party <laughs> yeah. like, oh, who's that? and you were like it's um our estate it's agent, our estate agent. <laughs> what is going so so bizarre but so that was but I mean I think that kind of speaks quite nicely of like housing 
and renting in London. So there are occasional gems, much like yeah. Waheed was an occasional gem of an estate You do agent. sometimes get... Much like where we are in now, like, it's such a lovely flat. Like, yeah. it is a gem and, like, you go through so many awful flats and Yeah, when you find people. when you find the one, you've, got to, you've just got to, like, instantly put that off yeah, them because exactly. they move so fast. And that's the annoying thing about London. I think I was quite jealous of, like... In where, in some ways I was, in some ways I wasn't. That like you decide and sort your housing out in November or October, mm. say, and then you don't think about it. Rather than pick a week you want to move in, pick a week, I don't know, between two weeks and five days before that week, yeah, and then find your flat then and then move into it. You know, like it's yeah. so, and it's like that week is quite stressful. I'm in that week at the moment. Um, that week is so stressful. Yeah, but. And getting all the forms. Exactly. And, oh. and like how they like scam up so much money. And like, yeah, nah, gross. But no, there you. are occasional gems. And if you're in a nice house and it works out, then it's all all right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think just do not put down an offer on the first... Unless you see the first thing you see is like yeah. really good. I would say definitely. I think it gets easier every year you do it because you kind of know what you can get for your money. Yeah. But like definitely don't just see one place and then also don't listen to your estate agent too much because obviously they want to get a sale out of you so they're they're not going to be they're going to always say even if it's like Mm. literally a hole in the ground they're going to be like oh lovely spacious one bedroom flat you know they're not gonna see i think look at lots of different options and be careful with contracts as well actually saying this because we just in our contract we signed apparently we have to pay a fee to move out which right. I think might be illegal because they have introduced it. Yes, yeah, so I but I don't know because we signed the contract before. Anyway, so I'm going to investigate this before giving over an shitty. unspecified amount of money to some horrible estate agents um, for literally doing nothing. Literally that's doing the, nothing. That's when it's like 180 referencing fee. I'm like, it's done oh. through a computer. Pr- yeah. What are you doing? Printing costs. No, no. What paper are you using? Buy some cheaper paper. Yeah, literally. Like, I find it really calm funny. Down. Or just don't print anything. Yeah, literally. Absolutely ridiculous. We're moving on to our next section. Public malfunctions. And favourite consumptions. Beautifully introduced. Nina. I quite like that, yeah. Pub mal, as I lovingly refer to it in the notes section of my so, phone. What's your pub mal? Pub last mal. night I went to go see a comedian perform her Edinburgh Fringe preview. Very nice. It was very good. But I am quite an enthusiastic member of audiences. Um, don't know if you've noticed, but I'm quite loud. Mm-hmm. And um, yesterday, a joke a joke went wrong because she told, she missed out the main bit of the story and then got to the end and then was like, oh, I've missed the middle. And everyone was like, yeah, you've missed the middle. And then she was like, oh, shall I leave that in or shall I change it? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, leave it in, but just just make sure you get the middle bit in or something. And then she was like, oh. And then earlier in the show... She, They'd made a joke about people from Surrey and then I'm being like really like cocky and confident. She's like, you're the person from Surrey, aren't you? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and then the whole audience was just crying. And I was just like, for fuck's sake, this is what you get when you're a heckler. I didn't even mean to be a heckler. I was actually trying to be helpful. Yeah. But that was a public malfunction. I was a little bit embarrassed, but also I feel like she wasn't actually offended at all. She thought it was really funny. Yeah. Because it was like, it was literally just me being like... That's quite funny. Kind of trying to be helpful. But also, I'd already been taking the piss out of before that. So she was just ready to go in for another jab. She was there. What was your public malfunction of the week, Izzy? Sort of public. I am awful at directions and navigating. Mm. 
like horrendous, as I may have mentioned before, probably have if I've ever spoken about navigating. Um, I've been living in my flat for 11 months now and I got lost on the way home. Uh, wasn't drunk, was like 1pm, just wasn't paying attention to where I was walking. Suddenly like came back down to earth, was like, don't know where I am. <laughs> and had to city mapper from five minutes away. Aww. So that's my, my function. That is ridiculous. He is bad at directions and navigating. <laughs> I've got lost on the way to your house so many times. Yeah, but you don't live there. No. That's, that's the difference. <laughs> but I there, got, I but like, there are lots of roads around where you live that all the buildings look quite yes, similar. but I've the... lived there for 11 months. I have no excuse. No, you don't. No I'm, just, I'm just trying to make you feel better. I don't. Don't patronise me with that. So, favourite consumptions, um, I think. Yeah, favourite consumption. Do you have a favourite consumption of the week? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Mm. I do, I've been thinking of this. I went to go see Flo and Joan, who are a musical comedic duo. They Very are nice. sisters. Uh, perform. And they were doing their Edinburgh preview, and they were absolutely amazing. I laughed until I cried. And, yeah, definitely, if you're in Edinburgh this summer, I'd really recommend going and seeing them, because it was just so funny, and they yeah. just seemed so down-to-earth, and just... They make like stupid little everyday things really funny. And I think Amazing. that that is their like biggest skill is that they yeah. just have that talent to pick on really small things and just make it really good. Also, their timing is impeccable. And they're <laughs> so talented because it's all musical. They compose all their pieces. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just in awe, essentially. Amazing. They're amazing. So what was your favourite consumption of the past week? Also a little bit musical. One of my fave bands, Moonchild, would recommend if you haven't heard them. I think they're amazing. Um, they released a new single it's called Too Much To Ask. I think it's lovely. Their music is very like electronic-y, jazzy, um, really soft, just beautiful, very calming. Mm. And I think their lyrics are so clever and gorgeous as well. Um, I just love them. So... I would recommend that. I've consumed that nice. and it was my favourite consumption. I haven't actually ever listened to Moonchild. Oh, so. I love, I just think they're fantastic. What sort of genre is it? It's like jazz. Do you know like, Hiatus Coyote? Yeah. They're like them but better. In my opinion. Ooh. Not a massive fan of the singer of Hiatus Coyote's voice. Sorry. Okay. And I think it's a, I don't know, Moonchild's just less, I feel like, forced. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it's very nice. I'll go, I'll go and have a listen. I would recommend. I will take you So, we are on to our final section. Mm-hmm. We always get here so quickly. <laughs> Time flies. Oh, no, when you're having fun. Under the blanket. My face is so sweaty. I'm it's so actually, damn. I hate it. it. Actually... I'm happy to escape the blanket soon. Boom. Mm, so, what is your small win for the week ahead is? Um, I, well, as I did mention before, I am flat hunting. So, the small win, hopefully, will be that we will have found a flat. That's exciting. That is my goal, to have a house so I am not homeless. And neither are my two friends. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it's a very stressful process. It's a very stressful. I mean, it won't really be a small win. It'll be a massive It'll win. It'll be a massive it will win. It'll be like a thank you God know, that's having over. somewhere to move to. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. What about you, Nina? Um, I'm going for lunch after this. <laughs> different, different. Mine's somewhere to live. Mine is really Yours a is... very small win. Yeah. But no, it's but that's not what a small win. Is. It's a big, it's a, it is a small win. Yeah. So I'm seeing my friend who I haven't seen in a couple of months oh, because lovely. he has a young child and, Aww. you know, lots of priorities that I don't have. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. That, well, no, basically. I mean, yeah. I'm not that important. Mm. You know, he's a dad. 
Um, so I'm seeing him today and lovely. I'm really excited because he's one of my favourite people. Amazing. So we'll have a lovely time. I, I, I will, hopefully. I yes. will, hopefully. We're going to go get some nice Mexican food. Oh, delish. I know. And on that note, I guess you best get to lunch. I know. <laughs> it is nearly lunchtime. I'm actually quite hungry. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, pals. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the swears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye.